0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, July 3rd. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing today? Doing doing well. I met my second yoga class today. Yeah? How'd that go?
1: Fine. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: Good. Do you feel as revitalized as you did uh, the other day? Uh, Yes. Good. Well, good. Two for two?
1: Yeah, so far so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with it, I think.
0: And then, did we ever get an update from uh, your neighbor? Have you seen your neighbor again? Our newest fan? I haven't seen him, no. he he. I know he, he went to a trade show last weekend. Yeah.
1: And I haven't I haven't bumped into him, no. And he hasn't hit us up on Twitter or anything? He's Not that I'm aware. He, he's even my phone number. I don't, even think, I don't I guarantee he doesn't know my Twitter. Well, I guess he's listening to the shows.
0: So he might know my yeah. Twitter. If you are Matt's neighbor, we want to hear from you. <laughs> I'd now,
1: like, to, just, just knock on the door and let me know that you're still so alive.
0: Yeah. I hope that we get a novelty account at Matt's neighbor or something <laughs> that, that starts I, I, following us.
1: I, I think that's how you know you've made it when you, when you get those novelty accounts. I
0: want Matt's neighbor verified before I believe that he tweets at us, that it's actually Matt's neighbor. I, at, I, I need that I, little I, blue I, check mark.
1: I want. Dylan Higgins, houseboat captain. <laughs> that would be a good one. A little long, uh,
0: but good. And, and, well, and, he, 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 and he tweets only in pirate. <laughs> yeah, pirates here on the river. Uh, well, we got a lot to get to. Um, it's Friday the 3rd, uh, heading into a big, big weekend. Um, and we're going yeah. to, uh, take a look at a lot of it. Mostly going to focus on Friday the 3rd though. Um, but we we'll gloss yes. over the other days a little bit. So. Yeah, we'll gloss over. We'll take a look at it before we get out of here for the weekend. Um, all right. So Friday the third catcher is where we start. What are you thinking, Matt? I honestly,
1: I I always like to start with the obvious guys and then kind of you know sure. work my way into the uh, the other guys. But sure. I'm starting with the other guys because I don't really see the the obvious this picks. Yeah, not really. At catcher, I'm I'm hoping one of gosh at catcher, I'm hoping one of Josh Fegley, Hank Conger, or Nick Hundley
0: finds their way into a lineup on Friday. Yep. I can see that. Yeah, I had Fegley again. It's been kind of a price thing with him. He's been hot enough that he hasn't been that cheap. But that said, it's for mm. a reason. He's hot. You know, when he gets a lefty, he gets J. Hat. I think he's you know decent enough to to take him on. Um, and you said Hank Conger. You like Hank? Very much. Yeah. He uh, I, at some point he's just got to take over that full time job, doesn't he? Uh, Castro's been fairly disappointing. Which is yeah, bad. he's
1: been so mediocre. You know, Conger—he's a switch hitter, and he's getting Justin Masterson. Masterson really struggles against guys from the left side of the plate. Yes, he does. So, I—I I, I would expect to see Conger in the lineup
0: batting lefty because yeah. guess what—he he does damage. He can do damage against right-handed pitching. Yep, yep. I can see that if he's in there, uh, worth some attention and still cheap. Um, I have Miguel Montero against our guy Tom Kohler. Uh, that's a weird early game, though. Um, it's in in the morning. Yeah. And if it's in your slate, great, but, uh, it's probably not gonna be in a whole lot of slates. But, uh, I, I would consider, um, Miguel Montero, who hits a decent spot and a decent batting lineup, and Kohler struggles on the road. We like him, but the Cubs can kinda hit, so he could be fine. Um, the other one, also a weird time, but Buster Posey gets Gio Gonzalez. Of course, you'll pay out the nose for Buster Posey, but he's good. It's for a reason. And that's like an hour before all the other games start. So again, really depends on what you're playing and, and the format. But I like that, uh, if eligible.
1: I could see, I, I could see the Posey pick working out. He's only, yeah. you know, the best catcher in baseball.
0: Yeah. Well, and he gets a lefty. And unfortunately, Gio Gonzalez sure. has become a lefty you can stream against. Um, and then the other one I have is, uh, Sal Perez gets Tommy Malone. And Perez likes to hit lefties for sure. And Malone's not intimidating. Um the thing about Perez is other than he plays like every day and he's gonna like fall apart one day is last I checked like a week ago he had three unintentional walks on the air, just takes no free passes at all, which is not a huge deal in fantasy, but actually do not against yeah. left
1: against yeah against lieutenant pitching Sal Perez has yet to take a walk this year, yeah,
0: it's brutal um i So in fantasy, we don't care that much, but it definitely limits his ceiling. Like, he can't be incredible if you're not getting on base that much. You can still hit for power, still have some average, you know, like, that helps us fantasy guys, but it's just over a full season, you're gonna limit his runs for sure, and probably limit just his production overall. So, I still like the matchup, it's Tommy Malone, but that's remarkable, right? How is he not... That's hard to do. Yeah, you think he just like kind of
1: luck into one, you know, yeah. T- to have zero
0: walks against left-handed pitching at this point in the season? Is kind and of, do you, kind you see of, right there how many has against righties? Last I saw, it was three unintentional. He had one intentional walk. It's like it's I don't know. That's I still like the pick, but if you own him and you like your roto league, I would be concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Um First base, then first base. Hmm. What are you thinking? I-, I think it's
1: it's a day for. Some of the oldies but a goodies. I'm I'm looking at Albert Pujols. Yep. I'm looking yeah, yep. at Prince Fielder, and I'm looking at David Ortiz. Are, okay. Are the, the the three guys that I would I would be most intrigued by. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's where I'd start. Also,
0: Joey Votto against uh, Mike Fires, I kind of like. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Ortiz gets Dan Straley. Um, I like Adrian Gonzalez against Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. And I like Syndergaard more than you do, but. <sighs> yeah. Just a righty against that match or against that team is gonna be tough. Um Anthony yeah. Rizzo gets Tom Kohler. Again, he might struggle in Wrigley, but that's the weird early game. And yeah, um the other game I want to take a lot of attention to we we have discussed this. Drew Hutchison is going to Detroit. And we've noted his really insane splits before. Um Drew Hutchison has pitched way better in Toronto than on the road, which is not I mean, some guys like pitching at home, but that's not a good pitcher's park. And he's also had really backwards pitching splits. He struggled with fellow righties really bad so far this year. And so he's going on the road to a lineup full of hard hitting righties. This just sounds like a bad day for Drew Hutchison on Friday. I would, I mean, if, so, I don't yeah. think many people were thinking about starting him in Detroit, um, but definitely don't. I would even bench him in your roto league, but. Yeah. Uh, I, you can stack against him, I feel like. You, Miggy Cabrera against Hutchison in Detroit, you know? Um, Ioannis and JD Martinez, like, I just, this could go really badly for Hutchison. And it's not like the Blue Jays bullpen is that dominant either. So if they knock him out early, I could see one of those, like, nine-run Tigers games, you know? Absolutely, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, so I would mention he's, he's been
1: put up, you know, He's been known to put up some pretty stat
0: lines, especially when pitching on the road. So. Yeah, so oof, that just, yeah. And on the flip side, there's Anibal Sanchez, and even though he's right-handed, I think Toronto could do bad things to him too. So that could be an interesting game. Yeah, um, I also feel compelled to mention Crush Davis versus John Danks. Yeah, sure, lefty on lefty, but I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's actually done damage against left-handed pitching this year, yeah. so... I wanted to ask you about that game, too. So, I mean, for one, it's, you know, got to find some Orioles that can hit a lefty. What do you... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of them that can. Um, spoiler alert, I want to talk about Manny Machado against John Danks. That's a platoon I, advantage. Yeah, but, he, he's probably going to find in a lot of my DFS fire-ups. He's been hot. He's going to be expensive. But uh, platoon advantage for him. He's preferred to hit righties, but he won't be scared of John Danks. On the flip side... The Orioles are throwing out Chris Tillman, who's not great. But, so like, and then like over the weekend, we'll get to that too, but like Bud Norris against the White Sox in Chicago. Who do you take? Like, you want to stack against Bud Norris. We recommended Mitch Moreland and he hit a few homers off of him. Like, where do you go in the White Sox lineup? LaRosian, Abreu, and what? Like, who do you, where do you, where would you go? Against Norris or against Tillman? They're both righties, but if you have different answers, I'm interested. I'm just I trying do. to look for production in this White Sox lineup. Alexi? No. No. Avisa Yil?
1: The problem is that Avi doesn't really hit for power. He doesn't really steal bases. Yeah. I just, so like he, he and Melky are kind of the same guy. They're having different yeah. seasons, but they're, they've been kind of similar. They, you know, they, they seem to have kind of similar skill sets, and
0: they've both been kind of hard to watch. Right. Melky's He's been, been putrid. putrid. Yeah, you have
1: know, um, had a bit more success this year.
0: Yeah, Melky's been putrid. Adam Eaton continues to be disappointing, but could do he's, something. He's been know. competent of late. He's not going to steal on Tillman, though. Like he's not gonna st- He hasn't run very much, which is odd. Yeah, I don't... What a frustrating lineup. I mean, I know you're, you're not, not going to so. take... <laughs> no, and I've been watching them all year. I, right. You're not going to take Tyler Flowers. I'm just like, there's Abreu and there's LaRoche. And LaRoche is even rock solid. He's fine. Or, yeah, I don't... It's frustrating for me to see a pitcher I really want to exploit like Bud Norris or, you know, a lesser note Chris Tillman and just being like, there's not much here. I don't know what the. To... Would you be at all interested in that Gillespie character that they put at third base?
1: No, I mean, again, either... talk
0: about no power and no speed. Yes. Like, are the are the White Sox the least fantasy-relevant lineup in baseball? Them are the Phillies, but the Phillies have, like... I don't know. Like, <sighs> in terms of, like... I, not necessarily I'd, who hits the worst, but there's just not much power and not much speed coming out of I'd, I'd the South side.
1: To, I'd, I'd really have to put some thought into that. I'm, I'm 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 concerned that Atlanta would they be less fantasy relevant?
0: Um, they'd be close. They have some guys that run, though. Yeah, they yeah. Have at least some guys that can run. Yeah, it yeah could be Atlanta. I don't know. That's an interesting question. We might have to think about. All right, back to first base. Was there anybody else you liked at first base?
1: No, I think we're good. We think we covered it pretty, quick, pretty,
0: yeah. pretty well. All right, on to second base. What are you thinking?
1: I'm starting with Colton Wong against yeah. uh, Andrew Kaschner. Kashner really struggles against lefties. In fact, you're, you're going to be hearing a lot of the, the Cardinals lefties
0: coming into play here. I feel sad in the same way that I'm sad I'm streaming against Gio because I like him and he's been bad. I like Andrew Kaschner and he's not been that good you know uh, two guys i drafted coincidentally can't surprise you <laughs> i'm bummed out that they're doing badly Fair but enough. um yeah no i'm with you I wrote down colton wong um, uh, I
1: got steve pierce also you yeah. know you if he's could a talk. second
0: baseman for you yeah gets john dinks yeah he's been bad but john dinks is worse so yeah i agree yep <laughs> um i love charlie morton but not yeah. against lefties, and there are yeah. a lot of lefty bats in that, in that lineup. I was pre- I was pretty sure one of us was going to get the Jason Kipnis. Yeah, yeah, Jason Kipnis gonna... is going to cost you. But again, yes. I like Morton, but not against a lefty. So mm. uh, there's a lot of lefties in that Cleveland lineup. It's a bad Charlie Morton day, and Kipnis is going to do good things. You would think. Good pick. Um, Howie Kendrick against Noah Sandergaard? Obligatory Howie Kendrick mention. Yes. Yes, he has a a day where he can he can do okay. Yeah, any other second baseman for you? That's four decent options.
1: Well, uh, I I think Steve, Steve Pierce is probably my favorite cheap option for the day. I don't really have any any other guys worth worth mentioning. I mean, does, you know, yeah, D, DJ LeMayhew against Chase Anderson that doesn't do a whole no. lot for me either,
0: you yeah. know. Oh, not really. Um okay. Um yeah, uh, we named four good guys, honestly. They'll all yeah. be at different price points. So, uh third base, third base. More options for me. Um Chris Bryant could be fine against Tom Kohler, but again, what a weird game! Really? I don't know if it'll be eligible Good. for you. Early matchup, yeah. Yeah. Do you like? Uh, are you a Matt Duffy guy? He gets Geo, and he's right-handed. Matt Duffy's not... c- he's kind mm. of played his price up. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a Matt Duffy guy against against Geo on Friday, yeah. but I, been, I do like Matt
1: Duffy.
0: Yeah, he's been. He's been good, but the result is, just like Josh Fegley. there goes the price. And I don't know if I believe it in enough to really pile on, but, um, yeah. it's a good matchup for him. Uh, Luis Valbuena gets Justin Masterson, and that's who you want. That's a lefty bat with Pop against him. can take advantage. Um, mm-hmm. we mentioned Manny Machado, which he'll be fine. Not, it is the platoon advantage, but he tends to like righties, but it doesn't matter. He'll do well. Um, Matt Carpenter, I'm sure we were going to get to another lefty against Andrew Kashner away from Petco. And Justin Turner gets no center guard. Not the platoon advantage, but Justin Turner does not mind. He can do fine against righties. And I like syndergaard. I do. But the Dodgers just blow up righties. So. Um, yeah. That was a quick run through at third base. Uh, did I miss any that you like? Yeah, Brett Lowry. Okay. Sure. Brett Laurie's started out so uninspiring, but he's gotten, definitely gotten better, uh, especially against yeah, lefties.
1: Yeah, especially against left-handed pitching. You know, he's got the, the 917 OPS with you know five homers, 14 RBIs yeah. far this year. Yeah, um, I against left-handed pitching, I should say. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a quality option. You know, I think we kind of have to mention Todd Frazier. Or just kind of throw him out there. Yep,
0: always good. Yeah, uh, always again, good. kind of obligatory Todd Frazier mention. He prefers lefties, but he's getting Mike Fires, who is hittable. Uh, he just strikes people out, but he he can yeah, I, I like that just fine. I would not blame anybody that took uh, Todd Frazier. No, he's, he's, if you're looking for an obvious option, I think it's him. Cool. Okay. Shortstop, the hard
1: position. What do what you think in there? All right. My shortstop list, honestly, it's limited. You know, yeah. this is, it's a tough, tough position, especially, especially on a day like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we, you know, we have to do the obligatory Johnny Peralta mention, even though I don't think it's that great of a matchup for him. You it's know, it's Cashner, pretty,
0: you, know. you know.
1: It's, you know, righty on righty. Uh, we got my guy, Brad Miller. Yeah. Getting Jesse Chavez. I,
0: I like Jesse I like Chavez. Brad
1: Miller. You know, Brad Miller, he's become like my, my go-to fantasy shortstop because he's cheap and he's been really productive against righties.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. If he gets a lefty, no thanks. But he has some pop, has some speed,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, there are see. fantasy points to be had
0: with Brad Miller. Yep. in a decent uh, offense, too. It's not like, you know, it's... He's in an okay offense. He's... He's yeah. decent. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give that to you. Yeah. Um Yeah, I can see that. Uh... Nick Ahmed gets Kyle Kendrick. Can we talk about Nick Ahmed for a second? Nick Ahmed has been hitting lefties, and this is a good matchup, but it's a righty. I yeah. I don't believe in Nick Ahmed against anybody but left handers, do you? I I it's barely
1: like, believe in Nick Ahmed against left handers.
0: Yeah. I So, I, so no. <laughs> yeah, no, I like you know, I like him as a cheap option against a lefty, but I see him getting Kyle Kendrick, and even though it's Kyle Kendrick, I'm like, eh, no, go somewhere else. Um, okay, glad you agree with me because some people are are starting to drink the Kool Aid on Nick Ahmed, and I'm like, sure, but it's it's not a great hitter there. It's 52 at bats against left-handed pitching. Yeah. It's where he's it's where he's it's where the profit's been. And it's just, just not a great hitter. Oh. Um, Jose Reyes is going to lead off for the Blue Jays against uh, the against Anibal Sanchez and the Tigers, and I like getting that lead off guy uh, when I think it's going to be a big day, especially if I'm not sure who to pick behind him. Um, but he's doing fine. Should be able to handle Annabelle Sanchez. Um, Alcides Escobar leads off against Tommy Malone, and that's righty on lefty. Uh, it's fine. You know, I, I I'm okay with it. I don't love it, but, um, I could see that going okay. So, okay. yeah, it's not exciting. Um, last one I have is Marcus Semyon gets Jay hat, you know, on the flip side of Miller, and Marcus Semyon is not. Destroying lefties anymore. It's actually his splits have gotten a lot more even, but yeah. he's decent. It's okay. It, he's okay. He's not exciting. He's about, he, he's there with Miller, I feel like. But, um, I could see that going okay. I like the line, uh matchup a bit more. Um, yeah. Any other shortstops for you? Not really. No, this is a rough day for shortstops. Yeah. If you can afford it, I go Reyes. If you can't afford it, I go Miller. Yeah, that's I think it's the best advice we could yeah, probably get. And have. Alcides is a dark horse, if you want to go mm-hmm. that way. Um, okay. Outfield. As usual, plenty of outfield options. Yeah. Um I wasn't that inspired by that early game, uh, Marlins at Cubs too much. Uh the quasi early game gets Jake P V at Geo. Um so the left handed outfielders that I like is Span and Harper. Get P V. Welcoming P V back. Are you at all excited for the return of Jake P V?
1: I'm excited to bet against them with guys like Harper and Spann. Yeah,
0: there you go, basically. Um, yeah, and then in the outfield, I immediately go to these Indians guys against Charlie Morton, Brandon Moss and Michael Brantley, just because, again, I really like Morton when he gets righties, but they're, the Indians have too many lefties. So that could go bad. And uh, you know who's been actually pretty surprising so far? David Murphy is all of a sudden making himself a prominent fantasy hitter again. Remember David Murphy? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. He had his seasons where he was good, and his weakness was always hitting lefties, but every once in a while he'd run into a weird season where he, like, bad his way against lefties, and all of a sudden his year was good. And he's doing that so far this year. He's pounding lefties. I don't believe it because he has a long care- career of not doing it. But he's also hitting righties well, and he's left-handed. So I like him against Charlie Morton. Um, it, he has my attention all of a sudden. He's becoming a guy to look at in the Indians lineup. Um I mentioned I like the Tigers guys against Hutchison, even though it's righty-on-righty. It's Ioannis and J.D. Martinez, and it's not like they can't hit right-handers. Uh So I could see that. Especially J.D. Martinez, who already has, like, 20 home runs. Like, that power mm-hmm. is not going anywhere. No. Um, yeah. He's,
1: he's, I've always liked J.D. Martinez.
0: I, yeah. That power is... He's putting it together. oh well,
1: I'm not happy it's for Detroit.
0: But yeah. But, pretty. yeah, that's... uh I mean, that's more than putting it together. Like, he's on pace for 40 homers. That's oof okay uh yeah i mean that's i feel like if he hits 40 homers this year he's going to be like a second round pick next year and i'll be like ooh no thank you or something crazy like that but, yeah um, I, I i agree there i think yeah he's going to be an obvious over draft candidate for next year that said really good like him in dfs go nuts yeah, for this um, year yeah i'm going to just so i don't forget later i'm going to bring it up now with you um we mentioned this on thursday's podcast that uh, Brad Johnson wants to run some redraft leagues, um, hmm, in actually. the half before the second half soon. He mentioned this on Thursday and it might be really fun. Do that at Rotographs. Play with some of the, the guys that write over there, including us, um, and also a lot of you listeners. So if you're listening Thursday, you heard about this at the end of the episode, but Matt, I assume, has not heard about this, but drafting teams for the second half, playing like half a Roto League, which, uh, is something I've never done before. I've heard of the concept, but I've never heard of anybody pulling the trigger. So it would be really fun to go, like, where is J.D. Martinez drafted now? And, like, where would you literally take him if you drafted next week? Uh, so, yeah. Bringing that up with Matt. you you're you're asking the, the audience. Uh, I guess I'm asking you. But, I mean, if they said you're doing a draft tomorrow for the rest of the season, I would have to do my research. You have to reassess all kinds of things. But, I suppose. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, Matt, maybe you'll get in on that with us and uh, some of our Rotographs <laughs> listeners. Go follow uh, Brad on Twitter at Baseball A Team to see, you know, what he's doing with that. But it's a fun idea that it might go on during or right after the break. Anyway, time in back into the outfielders. Uh, who else do you like in the outfield for Friday?
1: Um, two of the guys I really I, I really like Preston Tucker. Yep. yep. And I, r- I really like Jason Hayward. Okay, I didn't have Hayward, but I get it for sure. <sighs> Again, I I want the St. Louis lefties against Andrew Kashner for you good reason. That. Yeah, yeah, he's a St. Louis lefty, and believe it or not, he's actually had quite a bit of success against straight handed pitching this year. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, yeah, I absolutely um, I like that. Do you like Jay Bruce against Mike Fires? You're still not on the Jay Bruce wagon that much, are you?
1: <sighs> I guess he kind of has to be, just because Fires kind of struggles against lefties. Yeah. I, I've I've kind of fallen off the, the Jay Bruce brand wagon I, I used to you know be you know front row and center on the Jay Bruce bandwagon, but there's you know the, the injuries and the, and the poor play and you know, the poor production. Is you just got burned. That's because you I, got I burned. Get, you, if, I'm just, go, if I'm going i to Cincinnati, I think I'd much rather go with Joey Votto than I would uh, Jay Bruce. Honestly. Huh.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with that. Um, what about your boy Brock Holt against Dan Straley?
1: You, you, if you're trying to tell me that I shouldn't be drafting Brock Holt, it's not going to happen. I, I like Brock
0: Holt. in the matchup. That's I like Dan I mean. I'm sorry. That's what I mean. He's on your list, I assume, yeah? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay, so kind of the same thing I had with the White Sox against a bad pitcher. What the heck do I do with the Braves versus Kevin Correa? Like, his, like Kevin Correa is very exploitable, but I have no Freddie Freeman, and Cameron Maben prefers to hit lefties, so... Is it Jace Peterson? Is it Kelly Johnson? Like, Yuri Perez? Like, there's... You might be right. Atlanta might be down there with Philadelphia and the White Sox in terms of Johnny Gomes. do anything for you? No. Like, where... I want to pick against Kevin Correa so bad, and I just don't know where to go. Cam Maven's probably your best bet. Yeah. I mean, if... Oh, if we're talking outfield, I think Cam Maven probably is your best bet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Come on, Atlanta. Get together. Um, Lorenzo Kane gets Tommy Malone. Lorenzo Kane is not only multi-talented, but likes to hit lefties. And Tommy Malone is whatever. Um, the last one I had we hadn't mentioned is trying to pick from the D-backs lineup against Kyle Kendrick. And the lefty bat I like most is David Peralta. David Peralta can give you some pop and a little bit of speed and he's okay. It's not going to cost that much. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Any other outfielders for you that I had missed? Any other? Um, I think we you, you covered
1: quite a bit. We as as, long as we have to, you know, uh, uh, Hayward and Tucker are
0: two that I'm, I'm absolutely planning on using. Yep, yep, uh, yeah. There's um, a lot of options as always, so hopefully <laughs> that is helpful.
1: D- does a guy Randall Gritsch do anything for
0: you against Cash? Probably not. I'd, I like I'd, Randall Gritsch. Yeah, I don't necessarily like that matchup for him though. He, I mean, he can hit righties, but Andrew Cashner can get out righties. So on the okay. pitcher side of it, makes it not great. I believe in Grichuk, but I also believe in Cashner against righties. So, did, did we talk about any, any Baltimore options against John Danks uh, in the outfield? Like, yeah. they have trouble like figuring them out against. Like, we talked about Steve Pierce at second base, who doesn't you know give a lot of confidence. And it would have been Delman Young, but he you know oh Delman yeah. Young, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to pick out from them against against lefties. Uh, I mean, any of them should probably do fine. But, uh, yeah, Adam Jones, if you want, you know, you're going to pay for it. And he kind of prefers righties, but it's shuntings. He's bad. You wouldn't be crazy to take Adam Jones. You don't, Yeah, you don't want anything to do with Chris Parmalee? Nope. Nope. I got asked about Chris Parmalee, and I'm like, whatever. He's—I don't hate it. I don't think he'd be silly. I just—I don't see the upside there. He's like—if oh, if Chris Parmalee got 6-700 at bats, what, 15 homers? Like, you'd hope for 18. Like, I just, just, I don't see the upside there. I, I could see him doing at least 18, if not more. Okay. Uh, Maybe. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a good 18, though. You wouldn't feel good about the line he would give you at all. There's some pop. And hopefully I, you know, eat my hat and he hits two homers against John Dinks. But I just don't (laughs) see it. We'll see. We'll see. It's not bad. I just, there's too many other options. If it's another position, maybe, but he's an outfielder. Or a first baseman, or whatever, and it's like I need, you know, something more from him to be there. Fair enough. Okay, let's look at our pitchers on this weird day. Um, I like Jason Hamill against the Marlins, but that's not going to fit any rational slate most of you are in. Do you like Trevor Bauer against the Pirates? Yes. Cool. I- yeah. Me too. That's why I brought it up. Um, <laughs> do you thing. like? I like Jesse Chavez against the um, Mariners personally. You might not like Jesse Chavez as much as I do, but. He just continues to put up good uh, ratios, good stats, and Seattle's fine. They're... I like Jesse Chow's at home. Yeah. Well, good news. Much, yeah. good news. He's at home and he gets the Mariners. And... Hey! Hey. Um, I honestly like the flip side of it. I like Jay Hamp against the A's because they can't get lefties. Yeah. yeah. I'm of... That's my field of streams pick, but it, it, it would be a cheap option. Would you consider spending the money on Clayton Kershaw against the Mets? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you gotta build your life around it. So the Mets are 28th in WRC plus against righties this year. That's real bad. Um, yeah. against lefties, they're 18th, which is still not good, but they're better against lefties than righties, but it's Clayton Kershaw and it's still the Mets. I, I'm not worried about it. Um, so he's lefty. He'll take out their best hitters in Duda and Granderson. And after that, it's like, and Murphy, you know, so what right-handed bats do they have that you're worried about? Wilmer Flores, Kershaw okay. will be fine. So if you want to spend the money, I'm fine with that. Uh, and then what are you thinking? Michael Walker against the Padres?
1: Not really. No, yeah. I, I, I kind of like Mike fires against Cincinnati. I, I, I do think he, has got to look out for Bruce and Botto, obviously, yeah, but, but I, I, I kind to be had. Yeah. Strikeouts to be had. And he's been a bit better on the road than he has been in, in Milwaukee this year. Yeah. So I kind of like him more in Cincinnati. Yeah. Kershaw is going to be an awfully popular pick in a lot of stacks. I think, yep. um, would you even consider Chris
0: Archer versus New York in New York? Sure. I would consider Chris Archer a lot of places. He's gotten good enough that he can... I mean, it's not a great matchup at all. No. It's in a bad place. It's against a lineup full of lefties, and it's opposite Masahiro Tanaka. So if he's full price, no. But that said, he's good enough to succeed there. Uh right. So I don't love it by any means, but I don't think he'd be crazy. If you love Chris Archer, he'd be fine. Um I don't think he'd be crazy to take Tanaka against, uh, Archer either. I think that'll be popular, but I am fine with it. Uh, the Rays don't hit righties very well at all, so Tanaka could be fine. Um, yeah, it's kind of a weird day for, for pitchers. Like I said, stay away from Charlie Morton. I want nothing to do with Hutchison or Anibal. Um, Dan Straley, if you want to go real cheap and really throw a dart, I used to like Dan Straley. He has strikeout ability, Mostly because it gets the Red Sox, who have the potential to fall on their face, which is weird. They shouldn't, but they have been. So, um, maybe, if you really want to get cute with it, but I don't. I don't want to do that. So, I don't know. Anybody else stick out to you? No. Yeah, it's a tough day. There's a lot of mediocre, and, you know, there's there's a lot of stayaways, honestly. Yep. So, pick pick one from Seattle and Oakland. Uh, maybe go Trevor Bauer for some strikeouts. Jason Hamill, if he fits your slate, doesn't Mike Fires if you want some strikeouts, and then pay for Tanaka or Kershaw. I think
1: uh, I I would go Chavez Kershaw because I think Chavez is going to be cheaper than you think you
0: yeah. think it's going to be. I hope so. I hope so. Depending on your format, it can be a big help there.
1: Yeah. Right. and they're also they also I also I kind of like the late pitchers because you get you know that you know that huge points boost at the end of the day that can kind of yeah. you know after everybody else has used up all their innings you can yeah. get the. Which is
0: very explicitly only in your head, but is still nice. <laughs> it's like... I, I think it's easier to play Ketchup than it is to to, to play when you're ahead. I, I mean, you've like- already gotten the points. It doesn't really... Like, you've already set your lineup. You don't get the... You know what it's like? It's like when I go to the grocery store, and depending on where you get your groceries at, you know, um, some places, they all have the member card, but some of them, the member the member card like makes all of the money fall off of your total at the end when you swipe it, and then some places it's like already factored in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it can be fun to be like, oh, my groceries should be forty dollars, and then you swipe it and it like lights up, and you're like, but uh, it's now it's thirty two or whatever. Uh, you didn't like actually save. You just like to see it like that. That's kind of what you're talking about sounds like, where you're like, the points are points when they come throughout the night, but it's kind of fun to see them come into the late games and pile up.
1: You know, this comes from playing fantasy football. It seems like you always want to be the guy who's playing, who has a, a you know, the Monday night game. Yeah. You okay. So? Yeah. It's, it's just, if, if, you're,
0: if you're behind, you have a chance to catch up, and if you're ahead, you can build on your lead. But you set the lineup ahead of time. You don't get to, like, pick players to, like, fit in. You know, you're just, you're kind of getting what you're getting. We all start the same amount of players. It's totally mental, and I totally get it. Like I totally understand.
1: I again, if I'm if I'm behind, I want to be able to catch up. Yep. And if I'm ahead, I want to be able to build on my lead. I don't
0: think you're crazy. I just I it's more fun that way. Like I'm saying, swipe the grocery member card and watch all the money (laughs) follow it. You're like, yeah, this is that's you know, uh, I get it. Uh, The the late guys is fun. Um, Okay, that's it for Friday. We're gonna take a pick at the Fourth of July. Which, hopefully, honestly, I hope this sounds like a really bad thing to say on a podcast that promotes DFS. But, like, go do stuff on the 4th. Uh You know, set a lineup, for sure. It's a big day full of lots of baseball, but uh, I hope you guys are out doing stuff on the 4th of July. Yeah, except for our Canadian listeners. If you guys want to stay in and watch baseball, I understand. But um I hope you guys are barbecuing or doing something cool on Saturday while all these games go on. Matt, we looked at Saturday. Anything jump off the page to you right off the bat? We're talking pitching or hitting? Either or. You just look at the schedule and go, Oh my goodness. there's a lot of weird matchups. Yeah. Like more
1: so than usual. Yeah.
0: I'm at eight AM on the West Coast, Madison Bumgarner takes on Steven Strasberg in Washington.
1: That would be fantastic to wake up to, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah. Well yeah, at eleven AM start time in Washington DC, Steven Strasberg takes on Bumgarner. We'll be good. We'll be good. I don't have any DFS input for that. It's just that's kind of fun in Fourth of July.
1: I would stay away from both. That's just yeah. Me. No
0: thanks. Um, I mean Steven oh. Strasburg's looking like Steven Strasburg again, but you don't. Oh, is he healthy? Okay. Yeah, he. I mean, it's a couple starts, but yeah. Um, the one that first leapt out to me, uh, David Price gets the Blue Jays, but they love to hit lefties, and I think he'll be you know capable of being competent, but you don't. You're gonna pay a full price, and you don't want it, so. I would kind of avoid David Price. Um, See, I mean, I'm not. Sure, I'm not necessarily sure that I would. I just—it's just not a good matchup for him. They murder lefties. It's, They're in the first by a mile against lefties. He just, it's just it, I, I get that, but he's been so good.
1: He's been so good this year, like just so good. Period. It, yeah. It's—it's it's hard for me to, to say that David Price is a stay away.
0: I mean, if you have him in a roto league. Keep him in. Cause in yeah. your standard leagues, like, yeah, keep him in. Don't take him out. But I'm just not going to target him on DFS. All so,
1: right. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, yeah.
0: Are you uh, excited at all about Jeff Samarja against Ubaldo Jimenez there in Chicago? You're getting your tickets, right? You'll see. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah? Ubaldo and Samarja? No, I I actually won a raffle at work. Oh, really? To go yeah. on Saturday? Yeah. That's awesome. You're going to take but, the wife? Who's Bobblehead, do you know? Bobby Jenks. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Jenks
1: give, give him the sky point after winning the World Series.
0: Are you serious? Yes. Oh, Bobby Jenks. That's a name I haven't heard in a year or two and I'm I'm God, happy that it his was Spine exploded, yeah. That's a that's a good reference for Bobby Jenks. Do you think he'll be there? I <laughs> throw first pitch, I'll show up. <laughs> I don't
1: him. think he has anything better
0: to do. He's hanging out in Idaho or wherever he's from. <laughs> Just on his ranch, probably. I think
1: he. I think he. I, I know he. Bought, he bought a house in this area. I don't know if he still has it or not. I, oh. frankly, I haven't
0: really thought about it. So. He was like, he made, he made Jake Peavy look urban, didn't he? Like he was just like really backwater, like country bumpkin. Wasn't Except, he? yeah,
1: you you're like, yeah, you really can't get more backwater than, than he than
0: he can. Bobby there. Jenks, that's awesome. I'll. I want to. I hope you. You better tweet a picture on Saturday of your bobblehead from going to this game. Sure. Yes, yeah, I was telling Brad he was going to go see the Phillies, and I was like, we want, I want tweets. I want to see what you're doing out there. Um that, That's great. I'm glad you're going to that. That's your 4th of July plans. It um, is. Yeah. Alright, on Saturday, also DFS wise, uh, I've talked about liking Michael Franco. He's going to Atlanta, getting a lefty, and Alex Wood he likes to hit lefties. Um, I see him as a bit of an under-the-radar under option there at third base, I would consider. Um yeah. can, can we also talk about on the other side of the city, the Cubs are starting Don Roach, which, yeah. so we're back to this, like, all right, the Marlins are going to Wrigley Field and they get to hit Don Roach. Who do you take for the Marlins? D Gordon? I guess you take D Gordon. Yeah. And hope that he's, like, the spark plug for them to put up a bunch of runs on Don Roach. But, like, where else do you even go? Kristen Yellich has been disappointing. No Giancarlo. Like, I don't know. It's It's frustrating. Miami's feeling a little bit punchless right now, for sure. uh, Let's see. Miami lefties. Ichiro? No. Uh, No. Justin Bohr? Justin Bohr, Sure. Yes, that's who I would pick. That's Justin Bohr and D. Gordon at Don Roach. I'm fine with that, for sure. Um, The other ones that stuck out to me, Zach Granke gets the Mets. and Zach Granke's awesome, and the Mets don't hit righties. Like I said, they're like 28th. Um, Only thing is he's opposite Matt Harvey, but I... The Dodgers should be able to help him out there, I think. I mean, that'll be a good game. That'll be worth watching, but I like Zach Granke to put up good numbers. And my boy Hector Santiago goes to Texas, and they're 23rd in WRC plus against lefties. They're not great. They're not bad, but they're not great. He's capable of handling them. So, um, yeah, anything else jump off the page to you on Saturday? Both my guys, Jeff Locke and Joe Blanton, are are finding their way into starts on on Oh, yeah, they are. Jeff Locke going to try and handle Cleveland, which might be tough. Opposite Cody Anderson, who came out of nowhere to be pretty good in his last start. Uh, You don't don't believe it, do you?
1: No, guys like Cody Anderson, Chichi Rodriguez, I have absolutely zero
0: faith in. Yep. Yep. No, I wouldn't worry about it. And then Joe Blanton, he gets the bounce back from falling apart against the Astros. And he gets the Twins. Going to try and bring that skinny Joe Blanton reputation back. So, that's Saturday. Okay. (laughs) Um, I actually thought Sunday was even more interesting. Did you like Sunday? What do you see there? I I see Marco Estrada going to Detroit. Yeah. And I see Erasmo Ramirez going to New York. I feel like there's some joke here about the fireworks show on Saturday followed by the fireworks show on Sunday in Detroit when Marco Estrada goes there. I, I assume Aras- you weren't Aras- saying it because you like him as a matchup more that he may get pounded. Erasmo in New York also. Yeah. He's been brutal on the road. Yeah, that's Yankee Stadium might not be nice to him, for sure. Yeah, yeah those are stay aways for pitchers, but more importantly, look at those hitters on the opposite side that could do big things there. Um yeah, that's right at the top of that slate. I like uh you see we get De La Rosa against De La Rosa again. Yeah, <laughs> in Arizona. They keep matching back up, which will be fun. Um, I, see we, I see we also get Danny Salazar versus Garrett Cole. Set your DVR for that one. That could be a fun one. Yeah, that'll be, what, 30 strikeouts in the game? Awesome, bro. Yeah, that'll be good. A lot of Ks. Uh, good show. Salazar, you know, he had a goofy start his last, his last time out. Yeah, he's, he puts up weird lines. He um does. On Sunday, also, you mentioned Detroit versus Estrada. What about the Blue Jays against Verlander, though? Yeah, that's... He's the guy to pick on, like, until I've seen it, and I haven't, like, yeah, I take those guys there. You get all of the Astros lefties against Eduardo Rodriguez, who was good in Toronto, and we talked about how he had maybe fixed some tip pitches and whatever. I don't care. I, I like Eduardo, but I still like those Astros righties to hit him. Um, all the right-handed guys that love to murder lefties, of which there's a bunch. Um, here you go. I wrote it up. White Sox get Bud Norris in okay. and LaRoche, and that's about it. Chris Sale. That's yeah. about it. You get Chris Sale. Chris Sale to hit against, but Norris, if only. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to come up with a thing. Um, I like my twins, righties, against uh, Danny Duffy. That's Dozier and Plouffe. You get to go over there. It'll be good. Um, Danny Duffy is whatever. Um, I like Kyle Hendricks against uh, the Marlins, because they struggle against righties so bad, and he's more than decent. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's my rundown on Sunday. Anything else stick out to you there? No, I think, I think we covered... Oh, it was Steven Matz, I think we should mention just one yeah. more time. Steven Matz. I watched that first game of his, did you? It's, yeah, that was electric. Yeah, that was fun. It was just... I love watching advertised. pitchers hit. I love watching pitchers hit, and that was... There were some fun stats that came out of that, too, with his four RBIs, and yeah, he was good. He's good. Uh, he'll be watched, worth watching again. He gets the Dodgers, which is a tough lineup, but they're not as good against lefties, so he has a fighting chance. He has to go up against mighty Mike Bolsinger, but he has a chance. Um, and he's certainly talented. He put up good numbers in the minors, and he's a prospect for sure. So uh, watch Stephen Matz. There's some good games to watch on Sunday and this weekend. Um, okay. Then we're going to make some Field of stream picks for the weekend as well. We're gonna do Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, cause I don't get to see you on Monday. We're shifting up our schedule a little bit for next week. I have Brad recording with me for Monday. What? Um, <laughs> I know, right? I, this is how I let you know. I was in the middle of recording. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks you're for You're not time. recording Monday. You'll be back Tuesday, so we're gonna cover that pick now. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Let's, uh, run through Saturday really quick. We already ran down a little bit. Um, Cody Anderson goes to Pittsburgh. And again, I don't believe it. Whatever. Joe Blanton gets the Twins. I'm interested. Not buying it. Jared Kozart's back and gets the Cubs. Jared Kozart has always been kind of interesting, but he doesn't strike out enough guys. His ceiling's fairly low, and he also can be bad. Jimmy Nelson gets the Reds, and that's fine, but I'm going with Red Hot Kendall Graveman against the Mariners. You're going to have Graveman, too, right, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, it's Graven. It's the obvious one. Why are you guys not picking up Kendall Graven? Go, no, go. I, you look, I, his season stats look bad because he started bad. He's back from the minors. He hasn't figured out. He's on fire. Just pick him up. I'll be sad when you pick him up so much. We can't use them in this contest anymore. But like, pick him up. You know, Kendall Graven. I couldn't believe he was in my league. I would check my Yahoo league to check percentage owned, and he was picked up. And it's a fairly deep league, so I quickly threw bids on him, because this could be his last start, because you know, he can handle the Mariners. He'll be fine. Um, okay. Anybody else that you considered, or not really? Once Mariner. you saw Graveman, it was that. Was I it. think it's a pretty obvious pick, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sunday, what you thinking? Where are you going? Well, Sunday, we've got my guy, Mike Bolsinger.
1: You do? At home in yep. one of those kind of quasi-day games. Yep. He's been fantastic at home. He's been fantastic during the day.
0: Yep. Is he under fifty percent? Mike Bolsinger is only thirty-seven percent owned, which is nuts. Because not only does he have a two-seven-six ERA and a 1-2-1 whip, both good numbers, but he has fifty-nine strikeouts in sixty-two innings. He yep. strikes people out. He's what are you? What are you guys doing? Go pick up Mike Bolsinger. Also, hey. up there with Kendall Graveman. We I mean, don't you know, sprint to the line for him, but like that guy I, I, deserves I, to be picked up. And not only that, he's going to be a sneaky DFS play
1: because he's going to be overshadowed by Steven Matz. Yeah. But, and nobody's gonna think about Mike, Mike Bolsinger in that. In that you know, nobody's gonna think about Mike Bolsinger in that matchup. It's gonna yeah. be all. you know, all you're hearing with Stephen Matz. Stephen Matz. Yeah. I think that Mike Bolsinger might be the better play.
0: Yeah. Uh, the matchup is certainly way better. Again, yep. the Mets are 28th uh, against righties, so I like that a lot. Um, Stephen Matz, for the record, is already 53 percent on. So that's what all that hype will do for you. <laughs> Graveman and Bolsinger, who have proven it already, are sitting there. And the ceiling might be higher for mats, but come on, guys. Let's go. Um, to be fair, I say things like that, and I don't think it's our listeners. Our listeners are more on it, hopefully, than the uh, masses. But still, if you see him sitting there, uh, it's worth attention. Um, yeah. Is your pick Bolsinger? Yeah, it okay. is. Okay. Um, the other honorable mention is Ruby De La Rosa against Colorado. Um, he has allowed only four earned runs in his past four starts. Ruby De La Rosa looks like he might be figuring things out. He's always had the potential to do so, so that's interesting. He it's the Rockies. I don't want it. But in your deep leagues, now's the time to scoop him up and see if he has turned a corner. Um But he allowed nine runs in this start before this hot stretch, so he has blow-up potential. But in your deep league, I stash him, and I see what's going on. Um I think that you have the smart play on Bolsinger, I think that's the best matchup. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna zag where you're zigging, even though I respect your zig. Um, Mike Montgomery is going to Oakland. Uh, Mike Montgomery is stupid hot, ridiculously hot, and he's left-handed, and the A's don't hit lefties. Do we think Mike Montgomery is gonna throw another shutout? No. Uh, has it proven that he can, like, succeed in the major leagues? Yes-ish. Um, yeah, I, I believe sad. him to be a deception guy. This might be a, like, first time through the league fine in a month, be bad. Like, do you remember when Josh Colemanter came up and was just, like, on fire for, like, yeah, five or bad. six starts? And then everyone went, oh, here's how he pitches. And then...
1: Yeah. See, you know, Jamie Moyer Corral, he's always fantastic the first time through the league after yeah. that.
0: So much well, I don't think Montgomery's been spotted too much yet. um he's red hot and it's also just a good matchup because again, it's in Oakland, and they don't hit lefties, so I'm going there, but in a vacuum, I don't know. I like the bolsinger one a lot too, um so yeah, those are both good picks. I would consider either them if you're in a head to head league and you find yourself behind on Sunday, you know and you need some more starts, some wins, some strikeouts, Mike Montgomery. You know, Bolsinger, Ruby De La Rosa, even if you're feeling lucky. He gets the Rockies on the road, so I can say that.
1: Uh, you can totally talk me into doing like a Mike Montgomery, Mike Bolsinger
0: pitching duel on Sunday. Uh, absolutely. On, yeah. yeah, if you kind want to go, people- we're not, we didn't do the full slate run down, but that's going to be a good one on Sunday for DFS if you're picking two starters. Um, yeah. I like both of them as cheap options. Alright, and then Monday, again, we're going to do a sneak peek at Monday. I didn't see that much on monday to be honest
1: I've, I've I've got a pick and it's kind of it's kind of ugly, but it makes sense
0: all right. I haven't quite decided, but good news is I go first. Miguel Gonzalez gets the twins Miguel Gonzalez is competent he's been rough lately, but he's competent. Carlos Rios gets the Phillies Carlos Rios is like. Mike Bolsinger's less talented brother in my head. They're just like two <laughs> no-name guys in the Dodgers rotation that have been okay, but Frias has been a lot less okay. He's not great. That's a good matchup, but no thanks. Um, I'm going with Chris Heston against the Mets. He's 50% owned. He's on the line, and he's about that good. He's he's about a 50% owned pitcher. He's okay, but the Mets can't hit righties, and Heston's capable, so... I like Gonzalez or Heston. I feel Heston's a little safer right now, um, so that's what I'm doing. He's at home against the Mets. What were you thinking for Monday? I'm gonna go with Mark Burley. Oh, really? Miss triumphant returned to Chicago, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I'm fine with it. Mark Burley's bad, but the White Sox are worse. The White Sox <laughs> are way worse. Yeah, actually, that's... Really,
1: he has, he's actually been confident this year. He's got you know three, six, 4 ERA, nine wins, 1-1-9 one, one, one,
0: one, one, whip. Um, he couldn't strike out you but... He's prone to those blowups. Didn't he start a lot slower than this? I think he's, like, been better recently, which is good for your pick, but... He has, yeah. Yeah, he's been better recently. as I pulled the game, yeah, his last... He's got... I think to start the year he was
1: atrocious. and not he have like a five plus like, year? S- like six consecutive quality starts? He's been fantastic. All
0: right, well, I feel good about your start. Then, I feel like cause... six consecutive quality star- quality starts. All right, well, the White Sox can't lefties, that's so a good pick. I now I approve of it more than I thought I did. I'm adjusting. You no, know, the White Sox are terrible. They're so bad against left-handed pitching this year. You you can't understate how bad they've been against lefties. So yep, I like that. So Monday looks like it has some streamers too. I'm sure Brad and I will talk about it more. Well, that should about do it for us. That's just a whole pile of DFS advice and fantasy advice for the next three and a half, four days. Uh, Matt, you got anything before we get out of here?
1: No, just enjoy your weekend, enjoy baseball.
0: Yeah, have a safe weekend. Uh, be safe. Don't, don't point any fireworks at anybody's head on your own, you know, but uh, have a good time. It should be fun. Like I said, I hope you set your lineups and then go out and, and see your friends. For sure. Do yeah. something good. Matt, enjoy your game on Saturday. I want to for see sure. some tweets from it. I want to see your bobblehead. That's what I really want to see. Make sure you hey, get there. Find a,
1: find a picture in line. It's not that big deal.
0: It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, I'm having people over to my crazy floating house so we can jump off the deck into the water. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Happy Fourth of July, you guys. Um, have a good weekend, and we will talk to you again on Monday. Enjoy your holiday. Thank you for listening to the Field Stream